0: This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra Song by Song Podcast, Episode 081-Midnight Blue. song all about
1: Midnight Blue is the sixth song on Discovery, second song on Side 2. In the liner notes for the 2001 remaster of Discovery, Jeff Lynne wrote,
0: I've lost count of the songs I've written with the word blue in the title. I just love the word blue. In the
1: 11th issue of the Face the Music fanzine from 1992, Andrew Whiteside
0: wrote, Sadly, things take a definite turn for the worse from this point on. Midnight Blue is me anyway. One of the weakest songs Jeff's ever written. It's hard to imagine him committing a more maudlin piece of mush to vinyl if he was doing it for a bet, let alone putting it forward as a serious contender to fill the shoes of, say, big wheels in the ballad stakes.
1: In the November 23rd, 2019 episode of the Faced Music podcast, Eric Paul Johnson said, <laughs> you, Andy. The song was covered by the Letterman in 1980, Carl Wayne with Roy Wood in 1982, and Mean Street Boys in 1996. It was used in commercials for AnyCall, T-Omnia Korean mobile phones in
0: 2009. 12 o'clock
1: midnight. Hi, I'm Eric Winsensen.
0: And I'm Eric Paul Johnson.
1: Um, well, I wouldn't really say it's an awful, awful, awful song. Mm-hmm. I would say it's actually a halfway decent song. Okay. It's just not really a standout song, especially after you've had five of some of the best electric light orchestra songs preceding it, and then all of a sudden, okay, it's ballad time. What are we going to do for a ballad? Um, Well, I can whip this up in five minutes. And voila, <laughs> it's Midnight Blue, even with the word blue in it. Once again, as Jeff Lynn says... I just like songs with the word blue in them.
0: I like the word blue. So,
1: obby-da-obby-dee, we've got Midnight Blue. (laughs) And like I said, it isn't really that bad. I think, though, why I don't like it as much as some of the other ballads is because it just seems like it really is overdone, overproduced. And it also does seem like one trip back to the well too many. And the one part that did take me out of the song was towards the end. It sounds a bit like the
2: Chipmunks. (sighs) And
1: it was like, okay, well, at least it's not like some of the really, really bad stuff I've had to sit through so far.
0: I don't know why the Chipmunks and ELO are following me lately, Corey Gomel posted something about the chipmunks, and I said, at least the chipmunks never pissed on ELO. And then, Corey comes up with... It's a one-and-a-half-joke bit that's been going on for 60 years that was barely amusing at first. Anyway, save that for our Kill the Chipmunks podcast. I frickin' love the song. I've always loved the song. It's another one of those swoony, Jefflin dreamy ballads that makes my spine turn into melted pudding, and i just like, oh, yeah, you just keep on singing, Jeff. His voice is just so great. It goes so well with the music and just the lilt in his voice and the swaying of the strings with it. And as as far as I'm concerned, it's another stone-cold, fan-dam-tastic ELO ballad that I never, ever get tired of. When this track starts to come up, I never think, huh, here we go with Midnight Blue. i will just get through this. No, plenty of times in my life where I've thought, sweet Jesus, I got to hear Midnight Blue. And I like all of it even in the part where they start to get high, or when the voices start to get high. And after 1992, it reminds me of our song Facts Girl, because her name on the old GCC Electronic Forum was Midnight Blue. And then I played her this song back then, and she was like, oh, well, I like that song. So Me and Lisa like the song. Apparently Eric hates it and wants it to die.
1: No, I, won't, I don't hate it and want it to die. Yeah. S- I just don't think it's up to the standards of some of the stuff that they put out before. Mm-hmm. It's a listenable song. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those ones where I immediately go, oh, God, I don't want to hear this <laughs> piece of garbage again. No, I'd, it's a very listenable song, very mm-hmm. pleasant song. It's just that I think that it's not really that... Much of a song that stands out from a bunch of from everything else that he's done in the past. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want some idiot who really, really goes off on hating it, (laughs) then there is Andrew Whiteside calling it a big old bowl of mush or whatever he was talking about. Which, uh, no, it does not reach that type of depth of a song. It's uh, I don't really see how this song could really get that much anger out of a person. I don't understand (laughs) how you could be that angry of a person. To really go off about what's just a kind of a syrupy little beatlesque esque ballad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my whole problem is. It's not really any different than stuff that he's done in the past and done better.
0: I will give you that. I mean, during the week when I would try and get Midnight Blue in my head, I would always wind up getting Need Her Love in my head. And I'd have to think, no, 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 no. We're doing Midnight Blue. How does Midnight Blue start so I can get it going? But eventually it would still drift right back into Need Her Love it does have a same sounding sort of thing going on with Need Her Love, but I thought Need Her Love was completely swoon worthy. So to have like a a Need Her Love sound alike, I'm good with it because, yeah, just, oh yeah, sing to me, Jeff. I could listen to you all the time.
1: Now, even though it sounds very, very similar, Mm -hmm. this was done as a flip side to a, well, he was going by Charlie Wayne at the time, But by the flip side of a Carl Wayne single, and I'm sure most people listening to the show will know who Carl Wayne is. Carl Wayne was the original lead singer of The Move prior to Jeff Lynne joining the band. And a couple years after this version came out, his version of Midnight Blue ended up on a flip side to one of his singles and produced additionally by Roy Wood. And there are some things... I, it didn't really change my opinion of the song. Mm-hmm. It sounds very, very similar to the ELO version, uh, including some strings in there and everything. I think Wood's production is less lush, and maybe that adds a little bit to it. It doesn't really process Wayne's vocals too much, in which Wayne is a great vocalist, I do have to say that. Hearing him down the line from the move without a bunch of processing on his voice which sometimes the move had a habit of doing that because mm. back in the psychedelic times,
0: Yeah,
1: he's a really good singer and is a really good version, but I'd say it basically still shows that the song is what it is. It doesn't really change too much on it. Even that chipmunk part, it sounds a little bit more like the Bee Gees, but it's really hard telling the Bee Gees apart from the chipmunks during the seventies anyway. So <laughs> I'd say in some parts it's better, some parts it's just the same, some parts it's not as impressive, especially, yeah, string arrangements are more generic than they are with Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs>
0: I like it. it. Sounds like 1982, which is not a bad thing, but I like ELO's version better. It sounds fuller. There's more to it. There was also a remake done by Shaz Kiyama. She does an online Elo show. I'd give you the address, but it, I don't I don't know what it is. But she does a a wonderful remake and her voice is just as dreamy as Jen.
1: It's only one I want it's true. Oh, oh, that's not what I'm. Uh, that's you, you said dreamy. Now, now I'm into a different type of dream here.
0: Oh, oh maybe I meant nightmarish. That might. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Got something to say about midnight blue? Then call the telephone line voicemail.
2: Six two three eight five zero oh, three three seven five. Call now. Hello, this is Troy White with a thought from Troy. Midnight Blue is my favorite Melissa Manchester song. I was going to go with You Should... Oh, I'm sorry. It's not Melissa Manchester. Midnight Blue is my favorite Lou Grams... No, no, not... Oh, okay. Midnight Blue is a beautiful ELO ballad. I, I just love the song Always Have. Nice use of the vocorder at the beginning. A beautiful medley and one of Jeff Lynne's best vocal performances. At times, he sounds like Roy Orbison. And the song kind of reminds me of a Roy Orbison song. It reminds me especially of A Love So Beautiful, a song that Jeff co-wrote and produced for Roy on his comeback album, Mystery Girl. And speaking of that, how cool is that, man? Jeff Lynne got to work with some of his idols I mean, he produced the Everly Brothers. He produced George Harrison. He produced Roy Orbison. I would have loved to have seen Jeff produce more Roy Orbison records had Roy lived. He produced Tom Petty. And the ultimate, Jeff Lynn, produced the Beatles on the Anthology Project. I mean, how cool is that, man? He was a big Beatles fan. And now here he is producing free as a bird and real love. I mean, I'll bet he was fanboying. Um, he probably wouldn't show it so much, but I'll bet he was like, man, the 15-year-old me would have never believed this. So that is why, in my opinion, Jeff Lynn is the coolest person on the planet. This has been A Thought From Troy.
0: If you donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash elo pod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address eloftmpodcast at gmail.com.
2: Great moments in electric light orchestra history.
0: The title is either Discovery or Discovery. Richard sort of uh, came up with the title actually, uh, our up player, mm. Discovery. Because you know, we, we always sort of look for titles and you know, whatever anybody comes up with, everybody goes, ooh, horrible. Mm. But um, he also pointed out Discovery and then there's so many words in Discovery, there's like lots of them. And he was dissecting the whole thing and reading all these. Meanings into it, you know, just for fun, really. Just go very. Mm. Like it, hate it.
2: What does Madeline think? I completely. Hate- Hated the song
0: Hey she hated it Taste the Music An Electric Light Orchestra Song by Song podcast Is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated You can contact us by voicemail At 623-850-3375 Or email us at podcast At gmail.com Keep up to date on the show By joining our Facebook group And spread the word By sharing the link Or giving us a quick rating On iTunes you can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash Next week, episode 082, On the Run.